Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Nostrum Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. And this is Ted, and awesome with you with us in just a few minutes. And I want to cover a couple of things with you real quick. You know, yesterday, you know, we did a show. Actually, I played another show because I had some other stuff that I had to be that had to be scheduled that I couldn't change. And I played a show that I had done several years ago, and talking about Kabbalists, talking about Shabbat, uh, talking about the Zohar. Uh, talking about in depth, in detail, what happened, you know, 72 AD when the book of the Zohar was written. And I want to just encourage everybody, if you missed that show yesterday, you really need to listen to it because it's kind of like a primer on what we talk about on the show as far as who's running the world. This is the same group of people that ran the ancient Canaanite religions thousands and thousands of years ago. The Bible refers to it as the synagogue of Satan. Now, let me be very clear about this, and I was very clear about this yesterday. This does not involve all Jews. A lot of Jews are not involved in any of this stuff. They don't want to have anything to do with any of it. They think it's all nuts, same as I do. But the reality is is that there's a group here in the Shabbat synagogue who are hardcore Kabbalists, around 200,000 of them globally, that really want to enslave the entire planet and bring in a doomsday scenario in which the bulk of the planet is basically destroyed. Now, these together with the bloodline families have worked for thousands of years, literally, in order to bring us back to Genesis chapter 6 all over again as it was in the days of Noah, which is exactly what Jesus talked about is as it was in the days of Noah, so shall will it be. So shall it be for his return. So it's important that we understand why I did that show yesterday. And it's important that you guys listen to it as a primer because it was years ago. It was so funny, guys. I was doing a show on Doug Hagman. And I briefly just talked about Kabbalah. And I briefly talked about the Zohar. It was just real simple. And I just said, say, don't get involved in it. Don't be involved in it. Don't be doing this stuff. This stuff is not good. This is the synagogue of Satan. And I'll never forget, we had a, a bunch of people who listened to Doug's show, contacted him and said, oh, he doesn't know what the Zohar is. He doesn't know what the Kabbalah is. He doesn't know what we believe. He doesn't understand any of this stuff because he didn't go into depth in any of this stuff. Well, yesterday, guys, I went into depth. And if you listen to yesterday's show and you think that anybody who practices this mess, including Britney Spears or, or Madonna or, you know, or Katy Perry, or you know any of the rest of these people that basically are the high pollutant people as far as in the radio and TV industry, you're going to find out very, very quickly that these people have got some really, really strange beliefs. Now, I said all of that to say this today. You know, Governor DeSantis signed his moment of prayer, moment of silence into the school system back in the Florida again, which I'm really, really glad he did that. I really am. But he did it at a basically a, a Shabbat meeting, and they videotaped it and basically – I'm going to let you listen to it. I'm not even going to go there today. I'm going to let you listen to what he said. I've got it posted at the HealthMasters website, healthmasters.com. Now, again, I was talking to Lori the other day. She's a, a friend of ours up in up in North Carolina. And, and she said, you know, something's just not right with Governor DeSantis. He's just too perfect. And, I'm, and I said, yeah, I know. Something's not right. He's a really polished politician. Now, I believe he went to the Yale University. Now, was he a member of Skull and Bones? I don't know. Secret Society. I know we've had a whole bunch of presidents who were members of Skull and Bones. I know that, you know, George Bush was members of Skull and Bones. And, you know, a lot of other people are members of Skull and Bones. And Skull and Bones was instrumental back in the early 1900s of getting Woodrow Wilson into power. Oh, yeah, with Theodore Roosevelt, Skull and Bones member, and all the rest of these people that were involved in all of this stuff. Uh, basically have been tied together in these secret societies. 
So do your own research on this stuff to try to figure out exactly where you think everything falls together in this great scheme of things. Because, guys, quite frankly, you know, it's going to be one of those things that's going to take a while for us to try to figure out what's happening with DeSantis. But right now, you know, it's just like I said, he's too perfect. I mean, I really like the guy as far as what he stands for. I really do. I really, really do. I don't particularly like this whole Shabbat thing that he did yesterday or a couple of days ago. I don't care for any of that. I wouldn't have, I have no problem if he had met with a group of, you know, uh, Jewish synagogue folks that weren't Shabbat. I would, I wouldn't care about that. But the Shabbat synagogue is so radical. They really are, especially over in Israel. And I really don't know what to think about him because he, you know, he unlocked Florida. He got rid of the mask mandates. He's pardoned everybody in the state. I mean, he did a lot more than Donald Trump did for the people who came to the Washington rally on January the 6th. I mean, he has really stepped up to the pump in our state. And so I really like the guy. Now, does that mean that I'll vote for him if he runs for president over Donald Trump? Yeah, I will. I will. So far, so good. But we got to really pay attention to him. It's the same thing I told you with Donald Trump. When we supported him for, you know, four and a half, five years ago when he was running for president, I said, look, I said, I'm going to support everything he does as far as running for president because we don't want the witch of Benghazi, Hillary Clinton, the known witch, basically into the White House. But we have to hold him accountable, as with any politician. A few weeks ago in Austin was at the meeting at the, at the county, the city commission, and he asked the head guy there. He said, you know, why won't you listen to the people? Why won't you do what we ask? Everybody comes here and tells you we don't want this, but you guys choose to do it yourself. The guy couldn't basically answer the question because he didn't want to be held accountable. When people are given their three minutes, they don't really go into a detail as far as asking questions from the people up there on the board. They basically issue their, you know, plead their grievances to the board to stop listening to anything you're saying, but they're not used to being personally engaged. And that's what we have to do now. We have to go to all the different people in the school boards, all the different people in the cities, all the different people in the counties as far as the commissioners, everybody, and we need to engage them personally. We need to ask them why, if we only have three minutes, okay, which is ridiculous, why won't you listen to us? Why are you continuing to do this? Is this a foregone conclusion as far as this meeting is concerned? Are you going to vote no matter how you want to vote? You're going to vote the way you want to vote. Is that what yep. you're going to do? If you're going to do that, tell us. Tell us in advance. We'll make sure next time you basically get – you're running for re-election, we won't vote for you. But if you're not going to give us a voice as for we the people, then why are you there representing us? you got to ask those questions. I mean specifically like that. We've been having show hosts play my little clip and Austin's clip you know, all over the country now. It's another one just came out of California that Terrence sent it to a show host, and they're playing the basically three minutes that I did and that Austin did, and they're saying this is how we have to engage. And what's interesting about the show host – in California, he was saying that most of the time, and he was pretty right, that the people who come and complain to the school boards or the people who complain to the commissioners are women. Yeah. And he said that men have to step up and take a leadership role as far as talking to these guys and trying to determine how to get these guys out of office or how to get them how to listen. And I think that's very important that we do that. I mean, not, I'm not picking on women because I think it's great that women are going to these things. And I think it's awesome that they're doing it. But, men, you got to step up. You have got to step up to the pump and start going to these meetings with your wife, and everybody needs to speak. And, you know, they're your kids, too. I've got a friend of mine right now. I mean, he's, he's a good business guy. He's, good. he's a dear friend, and he's got a bunch of kids. And, you know, he got remarried, had some more kids, and pretty much every one of the kids got shot up with vaccines. And every one of the kids aren't quite right. They all have a little bit of Asperger syndrome. I mean, you ask them a question, they don't even speak to you. They just look at you. And so you have to ask yourself a question. 
were they basically vaccinated? And I've asked him that before, and, and he didn't know. So he went back and talked to his wife, and, oh, yeah, they had all their vaccines. So you as an adult male, listen to me, men, you got to step it up. You got to be. In, you have to become engaged in your community. You got to be, become engaged in your family because if you don't do that, what's going to happen is this country is going to continue to slide down this slippery slope. And that's and that's where we find ourselves right now in a situation where we don't know really what's going on, but we understand that what we're doing really, really isn't something that we want. Now, also, I want to talk about one other thing. You know, Jeff Bezos. Basically, he's the CIA's man at Amazon. He has done everything he possibly can to suppress doctors telling the truth about COVID. And he is censoring everything about this. This is a really good article that I posted at Health Masters by Stephen Lindman. And he goes, well, he, is, he goes, virtually everything reported about seasonal flu renamed COVID are the biggest lies of our times. The U.S. Western state-sponsored media proliferated mass deception is all about mind-manipulating maximum numbers of people to self-inflict harm. Dark forces and their public health handmaidens are allied with pharma profiteers, establishment media, and tech giants to suppress what's vital for everybody to know. And, guys, that's what we have to understand. Everything out there is doing this so we don't know what's happening. It goes on to say, America's frontline doctors are activist physicians for medicine, as it should be practiced over the politicalized scene. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos has CIA ties to the company's web services. He is the U.S. intelligence community's man at Amazon, a figure with a disturbing history of serving the interests of the dark forces in Washington. According to AFLDS, Amazon deleted its website from Internet services it controls because of truth-telling on all things COVID, falsely called misinformation, especially about the toxic COVID poison injections. And Amazon Web Services statement falsely said the following. We wanted to reach out to you about your project, America's Frontline Doctors. The project is hosting misinformation about vaccines and was reported as objectionable. AWS is the service we use at Webflow to host our website so we can no longer host America's Frontline Doctors. Guys, they were given four days to remove their content before they were permanently deleted. Guys, this is happening all over the United States. People that are telling the truth about these vaccines, people are telling the truth about what's going on with these vaccines. They're all in a situation where, you know, they're being censored, completely and totally being censored. So we have to ask yourself a question. If they're being censored, why? Who's running the world? And I told you that yesterday on the show yesterday. I told you who's running the world. It's a small group of bloodline families who are the synagogue of Satan, just like they were called out in the book of Revelation, who are running the entire planet. They claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. God's words in the book of Revelation, not mine. And so we need to understand all of the stuff that's happening. Everywhere we look, we're getting more and more and more censorship concerning the kill jabs. And that's exactly what I've told you now. We have all kinds of people dying from heart disease, strokes, all kinds of things all over the country. And the mainstream media, regardless of the VAERS report, is remaining completely and totally silent and refusing to acknowledge the fact that people are dying from these, quote-unquote, kill shots. Guys, stay awake. Stay frosty. They're using these injections, this nanotech, this RNA, to change you into something else. We have no idea 
what the long-term effects of these things are going to be. Are they going to transform you into a different species? Are they going to transform you in such a way that allows them to connect you to the hive mind? Are they going to transform you in a certain way that will allow the microchips to better process your information and allow you to have basically less control over your life and allow them to control every thought of every man all the time so it will be evil again as it was in Genesis chapter 6? I don't know the answer to that question. All I know is this. There's absolutely no reason to take a shot and make yourself part of a lab project whatsoever. That's how I look at it, Austin. What do you think of what's your next story? Oh, that's very well said. And, I mean, as we've seen now with even what happened with January 6th, I was watching the other day, and um, um, Zero had put out an article on it, and he, they basically talked about how it's always very clear – Whenever the government is losing control of the narrative, they completely and totally mock any other idea, any other concept, any other narrative. They mock it, and we've seen this now with CNN, NBC, Washington Post, Media Matters, all of it. They blatantly mocked a conspiracy theory that there was anything to do with the FBI involved in January 6th, which by the FBI's own admission, they have been involved in hundreds of hundreds of false flags and also setup events where they set people up and put informants and undercover agents in situations to bust people. If you guys remember, I've talked about this story repeatedly back, I think it was 20, 25 years ago now, I don't have it in front of me, when they actually went, the FBI personally went to multiple homeless individuals in New York. These guys were homeless. They were, they were a lot of them, you know, they were hungry. They were living on the streets. They're living in cardboard boxes. They went to a group of them and basically asked them, Hey, if we give you a hundred thousand dollars, will you shoot off a surface air missile in a plane? And one of them's like, a hundred thousand dollars, you know, where, where's the missile at? And so they set up this whole cockamamie story about what they needed to do and what he needed to do. And then they came in and they brought in a dummy missile. And they said, okay, bud, here's your chance to make your thing. And he said, okay, you guys go ahead and give me my money. And they said, all right, well, guess what? You're under arrest now for multiple, multiple felony terrorism charges because you said you were going to blow up somebody with a missile. You're going to blow up a plane with a missile. And he goes, what? We talk, where's my money? And they said, there's no money. There's no deal. We're the FBI. You're under arrest. And they've done this repeatedly. They blatantly lie, set people up, put undercover informants and CIs all over the place to try to get people basically caught up in stuff. That's why I've always told people before, be very careful what you're talking about and also what you're buying on the Internet. There's been numerous cases that I've heard about of ATF agents and other federal agents putting up dummy websites, selling items that are illegal, selling services that are illegal, and entrapping people blatantly. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they do. It's because they literally have no oversight. They do what they want. And the fact that people can't wake up and see what they did on January 6th astounds me. And one thing you said a minute ago, Dad, or beginning of the show, we're talking about what we're seeing at the school boards, and there has been a huge uprising. I'm seeing lots of videos all over the country now of people that are coming in and saying, you know, this isn't okay. You know, we're not okay with what you're doing to our kids with Common Core, with Marxism, with this communist agenda, with the mask, with all of it. I've seen lots of videos now. But you're absolutely right, Dad. I've watched some of the post uh, – post, um, 
footage of the school board when you and I were there because they had the entire thing posted on YouTube from start to finish because it's a public hearing, so it has to be posted publicly. And I watched a bunch of the other moms get up there and say similar stuff that we did. Some of them were very articulate. They had some very good topic points as well, which I was really proud of. But one thing that was a bit troubling to me, and I noticed this as I watched I did not finish the whole video because it was pretty long. There was a lot of people got up there. I did not see one other male get up there and talk. It was all moms, all moms, which – I contend I, – I really, really, really applaud them for that. I'm not knocking them at all. But is it kind of what you said? Why don't we have any guys getting up there? I, I don't have any kids in the public school system. You don't have any kids in the public school system. Technically, I don't have a bone to pick in this fight at all. I just get stuck paying property taxes that go to the school board. So I'm pretty much diametrically opposed to everything they do that I don't agree with because technically I have to fund them even though I don't want to. So I felt like, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what – if it bothers me or it inconveniences me. i got to stick up for these kids because pretty much money's fungible, and I'm – I'm subsidizing these kids' schooling with my property taxes even though I don't want to, so they're my responsibility now. And that's why I got up there and did that. I don't want to go to the public school board meeting on a Thursday night. Are you kidding me? I'd rather be in the gym. I'll be honest with you. I, mean, I didn't work out that night. I skipped everything, went straight off from work right to there because it was something I had to do. And I encourage a lot of the parents, a lot of the dads, it's time to step up to the plate now. Moms can do a lot, and moms need to be involved in a lot. They're crucial roles in raising kids. But it's time now that dads start getting very proactive in this right now because if we don't start making these guys get nervous, these stinking communists that are on these school boards, these complete and total corrupt individuals that are on some of these commissioner boards, and we don't at least start calling them out, they have no repercussions. Are they still going to do some of the things they're trying for? Oh, absolutely. They have an agenda. But you better let them know that we know what they're up to because pretty much up until now, most of these cities, most of these areas – there's been very little engagement from the populace. We've seen that. I talked about that after after Trump basically had the election stolen for the bumbling buffoon Biden. I said the one good thing about what happened right now, even though we just watched a thievery happen in front of us and we were told to like it, I said is that everybody should finally wake up and realize nobody's coming to save us. If it is to be, it's up to us. It's 100% on the American populace's shoulders to stand up and and stand our ground with what's happening right now. And I'll admit, a lot of people stood up. They said, okay, this is enough. And just like I did at the county commissioner meeting, you got to start engaging them. And a lot of these meetings, Dick Dad said, they're not used to being asked a direct question and being put on the spot in front of 100 other people. Ask them a direct question. You don't have to get up there and be rude. Don't use profanity. Don't try to you know, insult anybody. But ask direct questions that you want to know answers to. And you'll find out real quick what their agenda is and what they're actually willing to do because in most cases that I've personally seen, they won't answer the question. They'll try to defer it, and they'll try to basically put it back onto you, and that's when you have to stand your ground and say, no, I just, I just want the question answered. And all you have to do is throw it out there. They'll make a fool of themselves in front of everybody and make everybody realize, like Dad said, when it comes time to start voting – all right, guys, you know, do, do you remember that incident that night? Oh, yeah, everybody remembers that. Okay, yeah. It's, it's time to uh, change up the game here. It's time to change up the chairs and let everybody know what's 
really happening. Also, too, in other news, I thought this was something that was very interesting. As we're starting to see, because I've been watching this now, wondering, you know, how far this inflationary roller coaster is going to go. And pretty much right now, there's no end in sight with this. We're going to start seeing everything continue to go up. We're not seeing hyperinflation, so don't 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 think Weimar Republic yet. But we are starting to see a lot of things move. And the reason why now is because we're starting to see the socialism come into play down in the United States, the basically standard income theory that they've come out with, now where everybody gets money for free for doing nothing. This really didn't work that well other than the welfare program pre-COVID because the majority of people didn't really care about getting free money because free money isn't free. There's always strings attached to it. So people would rather work. They'd rather save. They'd rather, you know, have a side business on top of their regular job and continue to stack cash and make money on their own. Because quite frankly, there's always a sense of pride when you accomplish something. When you have a goal set forward and you want to own something or you want to accomplish something or you want to get somewhere, when you accomplish that, you have this, this sense of just, wow, I did it. You know, I did it. God was with me. Who could be against me? I accomplished my goal. Well, the problem with it from a communist standpoint, when you start having that, is people start standing up because people don't like their stuff being taken from them when they actually work for it. When people are given free stuff, it's neither here nor there. You're given a free house, and they say, well, guess what? We have to take your house back from you, but we're going to move you into a, a little apartment over here. And it's still going to be free, though. They kind of go, uh, okay, if it's free, I'll move into my, my free 300-square-foot apartment stacked on stacked on stacked of other apartments. I'll, I'll do that because it's free. You know, What we've seen now, and I saw this article again the other day where they're now talking about Governor Newsom, or as otherwise known as Governor Newsom's, as right in the face of being recalled. Listen, listen to what this piece of crap just did. Right in the face of being recalled because millions of people are sick of him. He is now declared ahead of a negotiating budget meeting that California will pay off all unpaid rent for lower income households accrued during the pandemic with a five point two billion dollar forgiveness pot. So what they're saying is now, not only are they going to extend the ban on evictions for unpaid rent, which is absolutely ruining the housing market out there, and especially people that have been trying to be uh, ten or not tenants and are trying to be landlords, they're now going to pay off all the income, all the basically accrued unpaid rent, so that people can still live there for free and never pay rent over an entire year now. This is, of course, in an effort to make sure that he continues to hold his spot of power. Because remember, when you start giving the peasants free bread, when you start giving them free tickets to the circus, when you start throwing them free silver coins into the crowd, they're not going to vote you out. Majority of the ones, the, the, the peasants that basically don't want to work, that want to sit around and watch TV and eat Doritos all day, they're not going to, they're not going to vote you out. They're going to re-vote you right back in because they like all their free stuff. This is a brilliant strategy from a socialist agenda, but it shows you where they're trying to take it. And then on top of that, now you see Biden's stimulus plan for his child tax credit starting next month now. Every single child, basically, so if you have three kids, four, so if you have four kids, every child's going to get $300 per month. Now, obviously, that money's not going to the child. It's going to the parent. So if you have four kids in your house, you're going to start getting a $1,200 a month check every single month. 
on top of anything else you're getting. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've got welfare, if you've got SNAP, if you've got unemployment. It doesn't matter. Now, if you've got four kids, you're getting another $1,200 per month, and that's uh, set to go basically indefinitely right now. They're now trying to get it extended until 2025 to keep this as a perpetual free money going to the peasants so they comply. This, as I've warned everybody about from an economic standpoint, is going to massively increase the volatility of the money system. Because when you keep pumping free money in the system, free money in the system, free money in the system, and the M1 money supply keeps going up, the velocity of money is going to have to go up at some point. There's no way for the cash to not basically start having this expansion. That's why you've seen so much stuff going up. Now, a lot of stuff is starting to settle back down. Now, if you notice, ammo. The the price saturation in the market has reached its peak, and ammo is finally starting to come back down as a lot of the manufacturers have caught up, which I might add to you, watch the prices over the next two to three months. I would highly suggest if you don't have ammo stocked up, you start buying some of the next couple months. I personally think it's a little too high right now, but as I saw earlier this morning, like green tip 556. The XM855, you know, the steel core, that stuff's starting to go for about 59 cents a round now. So, you know, 590 per thousand rounds. Once that price starts getting into the 300 range, that's the time to start buying it again. Because at that point, I've never seen the floor go much past 29 to 30 cents a round on green tip. So if it gets into the high, mid, low 30s, I would say if you don't have any and you need some, it's that time to start buying some more because it will do this again. Brass. Copper, steel, gunpowder, all these products are going to continue to keep going up. But because there's a glut in the market right now, because pretty much the market can't take much more ammo. I mean, when, once the general populace of the United States starts stockpiling, what did they say, seven or eight billion rounds over the last 12 months, it's kind of hard to really push much more into the market without having more training and stuff going on. So interesting to talk about, but continue to look at what's going on here in the markets and continue to speak up, continue to get involved locally. You know, I know there's some groups that are getting together, and I encourage that, but also, too, can't just have all talk. You got to have action at some point. You got to go out there and talk to people. Even if and I don't even mean just necessarily going to the school board. I mean going around and talking to different people in the community. When you're out and about, carry on conversations with people. Just throw little fishing lines out there and see what people say. See what people's stances on stuff. Every time I start going out and I start talking about shots, I don't bring it up at first as far as a derogatory standpoint. Like you're not a moron that got that nasty shot, are you? I don't start off a conversation like that. I was like. Oh, well, what's your, t- what's your idea on this, this COVID experimental shot? And you find out real quick where their standpoint is on it. And you kind of feel the market and feel the populace. So get, continue to get the truth out there, my friends. It is so crucial. We do have that. And continue to support small businesses. That is also another crucial point. I talked to you guys about that in detail last week. More and more people are starting to do that. And again, I appreciate and thank you for the support of Health Masters. We're here to do the absolute best we can, not just on our show, but also with the highest quality supplements we can possibly produce. So I thank you for that support of Health Masters. What's your next story, Deb? Well, you know, Austin, it's, it, I want to thank the listeners, too, because, you know, I had an opportunity to pray for everybody this morning, and it was my pleasure and my privilege to do that. You know, I came out of retirement to do this. You know, I, you know, about seven, eight years ago when we started this show, I told Austin, I said, 
you know, we've got to get more involved. We've got to get more vocal. We've got to start telling the people the truth. We have to be basically be a voice crying out of the wilderness, linking Christianity back to what's happening and letting people know that the synagogue of Satan is unleashed on the planet and they're doing all these horrible things because the pastors in the pulpit aren't doing it. They're not doing it. Now, quite frankly, I think I'd rather at that point in time in my life, you know, seven, eight years ago, I was enjoying traveling. I was enjoying being, you know, with my kids who were still, you know, teenagers. I was enjoying hanging out with my friends. And finally, I realized that there's got to be more to life than that. And so I decided to step it back up again. And so Austin and I did it together. And we basically built this show up, and now it's this huge juggernaut. And I just thank you guys. It means the world to me. It really, really does. I love you guys. I really do. And I don't have to say that flippantly because I don't really like a lot of people, and I sure don't love a lot of people, but I love you guys. And, I mean, I, it's, it's just so funny. My mom, she got older. And, you know, she'd been through – you know, she was born during World War One, and she'd seen what happened in World War II, and she was in Germany when it all happened, and she suffered from, from severe post-traumatic stress syndrome. And I don't know if you know, she got older, she started getting real cynical towards people because she'd been done wrong so many times in her life. And, you know, and so it's really nice – for me to know that I've got so many people out there who love the show who are still supporting us so I don't start getting cynical towards people because it's easy to. And I'm going to give you a little word of warning here. It's very easy to get cynical when you say, hey, look at this research on this kill shot. Look at what's going on with this thing. Look at all the stuff that's happening. And you go, oh, wow, you know, you don't want to listen to anything I have to say. Oh, wow, you've had too much fluoride. Oh, wow, you've had too many injections. Oh, wow. You've been zoned, zoned out and basically burned out and, and lied to so long by the Schofield, you know, commentary that you don't really know what's happening anymore in the world with the synagogue of Satan and what they're doing. And all of a sudden you get cynical. Don't do that. Continue to talk to people. It's amazing how many people have not been vaccinated. We talked to, I, I had a physical the other day and I spoke to the secretary, the, the nurse and uh, I asked her, I said, uh, have you been vaccinated? Cause I kind of want to know about these spike proteins with him around. She goes, uh, why do you ask? And I'm like, because I don't believe in the vaccines. And she goes, well, I haven't been vaccinated. I said, right answer. So we're in the back and, and she goes, well, I got to weigh you in and take your blood pressure and all that. I said, okay. I said, now I said, I've got a problem. I've got a Glock in my front pants pocket and sewed into a holster. And I said, basically, I don't want to get on the scales weighing that, you know, all this weight. You got to take the Glock out of my holster. And she goes, absolutely yes. She goes, I carry a gun. My whole family carries guns. And all of a sudden, it was like instant rapport. And wow, we were like just getting along. And then Sharon sat out there and talked to her while I was doing my physical, you know, for 20, 30 minutes. And she just had a really good time. Now she's just listening to the show. So her name, her name is Beth. I want to just thank her for being here and listening to the show. But guys, listen to me for a second. It's like Austin said, bring this conversation up constantly to everybody, everybody. How do you know that the person you talk to next, next you may save their life? Very important that you do that. By the way, Virginia's Loden County School Board silences public comment after a raucous meeting and two men were arrested. Yeah, they stopped that public comment, didn't they? The embattled school board of Virginia's Loudoun County cut off public comments because the residents traded barbs over their new transgender policy proposals. The meeting followed weeks of protests from district parents who oppose some of the measures, which they have criticized the potential left-wing indoctrination and a violation of parental rights, which they're absolutely right. The policies affect transgender student rights, privacy, and restroom accommodations and require this school public employees to use students' preferred names or pronouns. God, I'm so sick of this. As an official school board vote on the proposal, but not expected until August the 10th. We'll see if they listen to them. If not, they need to be thrown out of office. 
you know, what are you supposed to say? Today you're a he, you're a she, she's an it, she's a her, she's a man, she's a girl, she's what are you supposed to you know, if I was in one of these schools, you know what I would do? I would give myself like fifteen personal pronouns. You see these people, they have like a four or five names in their names, you know, they don't have three they don't have like, you know, one first name, one second middle name, one last name. They've got like four or five names. They start coming out with their names and there's like they're like a hundred digits long. If I had to be addressed, I would mess with them. I'm a she, it, C, B, girl, child, whatever I want to be today. Call me by my right name or I'll have you fired. That's what you're going to call me today. Repeat what I said. That's what I would do. I would mess with them. And so I would make it so horrible for everybody that they won't, they won't tell me, they won't give me my 14 paragraphs of who I am today. I'd make it stop. But again, they would probably pass laws against that too, wouldn't they? Against protesting or abusing the system. That's what they always do. Now, an interesting article came out of Spain, and I want to cover this. And it's, and it's really, really interesting, but I'm not sure how accurate it is. So I'm, but I'm going to give you some of this information because it deals with this, how should I say, X-Files tech. It says that vaccines are delivering graphene oxide nanotubes for 5G mind control. Again, I have not vetted this story. But it's important that we look at it and we take a look at what's going on with it. And we ask ourselves, is there a possibility that this is happening? Is there a possibility that this mind control is so far out there into the outer limits because it's being given to them by, how should you say, fallen angels, demons? I mean, what kind of what do you want to call them? You guys, you guys pick what you want. Pick whatever you want to call these things that live on the other side of the veil. Demons. Fallen angels, devils, reptilians, aliens, folks from, that are, aren't from around here, you know, ETs. I don't care what you call them. They're real. The Bible says they're real, that our spirit is not against flesh and blood. It tells us that. But now they're saying that these vaccines deliver graphene oxide via nanotubes for 5G mind control. This is an, this is an article by Marcher. And it says that building on last week's findings, two Spanish researchers believe that nanoparticles found in covid Kill shots are nanotubes of graphene oxide. The biostatistician Richard Delgado, Delgado, who hosts an online program, and his partner Louis Servilio, a doctor, analyzed the undeniable magnetic phenomenon present in most vaccinated people. They found that graphene oxide nanoparticles are actually compatible with neurons and other brain cells and they actually search out the synapses and attach themselves to them. Graphene nanoparticles were excitable through frequencies generating behavioral changes in the subjects. To be more exact, graphene nanoparticles find residence in the frequency of 41.6 gigahertz microwaves of the 5G technology. Subjects inoculated with graphene oxide nanoparticles can be manipulated mentally by turning into different, tuning into different frequencies inside the 5G ranges. They can feel and see and think different things and thoughts that don't even exist because of what's going on with the 5G attaching itself to the nanoparticles. Even without fully enabled 5G, people have reported they feel strange after taking the jab. I talked to a good friend yesterday, said his son came down with COVID, got the vaccine, and he's never been right since. He feels strange after taking the jab. He feels strange after having COVID. Other studies say graphene nanoparticles are responsible for the COVID-associated symptoms and the blood clots. Some scientists are maintaining that the global vaccination program is an excuse to cage mankind in a dangerous covert global transhumanism program 
that will end in catastrophe for the human race. 5G is supposed to be fully enabled by July, August 2021. In order to stop the whole inoculation program, they call the peeps who suffer from this magnetic disorder to report it to the doctors and health authorities. So this is interesting to me. Now, I'm going to part, I'm going to, I've posted this article because I want you guys to read it and I want you to think through it. I didn't vet it, but I read it to you because the technology that we have available to us from these other off-world entities is pretty doggone advanced. And so we have a lot of people thinking that this is the book of Revelation, and this is the seals opening up. Now, is it? I don't know. Is it something that basically could happen that could change everybody out there, like I mentioned earlier in the show? I don't know. It's a possibility of all of this stuff happening. But, guys, think through this for a second. What in the world are they doing to us? Why won't anybody else talk about it? Why won't we do anything? In fact, a lot of people now are basically you know, condemning DeSantis because the vaccine pack sort bill that bans vaccine passports are coming out now. And people are saying that there's provisions in the bill for mass quarantine of the people that refuse to basically be injected or refuse to be basically diagnosed whether or not they have COVID or not. So a lot of people are really coming after Governor DeSantis for doing this. Here's the, here's the article. Florida bill banning vaccine passport contains hidden clauses allowing for masked forced vaccinations, mandatory solitary confinement, and quarantines of residents with COVID-19. Senate Florida Bill 2006, passed by Florida legislature and signed into law by Governor DeSantis on May the 3rd of this year, famously banned vaccine passports statewide in a much-touted triumph of state government over its own power. According to the free press release from Governor DeSantis' office, he's quoted on saying, on the day of the bill signing in St. Petersburg, Florida, in Florida, your personal choice regarding vaccinations will be protected and no business or government entity will be able to deny you services based on your decision. But is that really true? SB 2006, by its own wording, provides that the state may use any means necessary, this quote, to vaccinate or treat, quote, I'm going to say it again, this is a quote, start quotes, may use any means necessary to vaccinate or treat, end quote, Coronavirus positive Florida residents against their will. Clearly broad ranging loopholes well hidden by legislatures appearing at the very bottom of the 10,000 word document on line 1111 in a truly chilling twist of fate. A lengthy quotation from the Florida Senate official gov website is necessary to fully substantiate the secret mandatory vaccine injection clause inserted into the legislation specifically the bill's amendment to Section 315 of Chapter 381 of Florida's public health statute titled XX1X in part reads, the state health officer upon declaration of a public health emergency may take actions that are necessary to protect the public health. Such actions include but are not limiting to ordering an individual to be examined, tested, vaccinated, treated, isolated, or quarantined for communicable diseases that have significant morbidity or mortality Two, A, examination, testing, vaccination, or treatment be formed by any qualified person. B, if an individual poses a danger to the public health, the state health officer may subject the individual to isolation and or quarantine. Wait a minute. So what happened to all of our rights that we were told that we were going to have here and that we didn't have to do this if we didn't want to do this? And now all of a sudden that same bill, they're telling you they can strap you down and forcibly vaccinate you or quarantine you or do whatever they want to do to you. Again, I say to you, I like DeSantis. I like what he's doing. 
Why are all these little weird things hidden in here? Now, you may say, well, he doesn't even know that was in there. Now, that's a possibility. There's a possibility that Governor DeSantis does not know that's in there. He may not have read the whole thousand-page document, which probably most of the legislatures who passed it didn't read anyhow. Their aides read parts of it and said, okay, it looks good. Let's do it. So, guys, think through all of this stuff if you want to be you know, promoting or supporting political candidates who may or may not have ulterior motives. Wow. This is another interesting article from Daily Mail. It says that the Stanford professor, Joel Peterson, reveals a student called him racist for standing for the flag. And another said that white people should be eradicated as he warns Ivy League pupils have swapped education for indoctrination. Wait a minute. Joel Peterson has taught management at Stanford University since 92 for 30 years. On Tuesday, he appeared on the Tucker Carlson show to discuss campus culture. Peterson said that he was alarmed by the attitude of several of the students. One said that white people should be eradicated and labeled him a racist. He was reported to be to the dean for triggering some of those students with a class with his class. Peterson wrote an op-ed in Deseret News describing his concerns. He said 200 faculty members wrote a letter in support of him. They insisted universities were intended as a place for challenging discussion. End quote. Well, guess what? Isn't that what the Frankfurt School taught these universities do? Didn't the Frankfurt School teach them that communism was the answer? Didn't, didn't Frankfurt School teach them that Common Core was the answer? You know, one of the reasons that we don't have any men speaking up or few men speaking up at these meetings is because men have been beaten down so badly now for the past 60 years because of feminism. Yeah, that was done too by the Frankfurt School that women like to scream and yell at their husbands all the time or scream and yell at their boyfriends or scream and yell at just total strangers like happened to me a few weeks ago at the doggone parking garage in Tampa. Just screaming, yelling, and cussing. See, a lot of guys don't want to deal with that. They don't want to deal with it. A lot of women don't want to deal with it. A lot of nobody wants to deal with these radical lesbian feminists. A lot of them are witches who basically want their voices heard no matter what. I told you what happened to me years ago at Epcot, at Disney when we still attended that place. It's got to be close to seven, eight years ago now. We basically got accosted by a liberal lesbian feminist, probably a witch, who started screaming and yelling at us and chasing us all over the park. Because we were laughing on a ride. Oh, yeah. I mean, Orlando Sheriff's Department police were engaged and called. Oh, this went on for an hour and a half there. Hard to believe. But these women who do this, who start screaming and yelling and cussing and telling guys they're sexually assaulting them if they go out on a date with them because they basically wanted to hold their hand, this this whole nonsense has destroyed the very culture of what made America America. They don't want alpha males. They don't want men getting up like Austin and I did at the school board and me saying, do you not know what cultural Marxism is? Do you not know what Frankfurt School is? Do you not know what's going on with the theta brainwave state? They don't want any of that information out there. Why? Because they have spent 60 or 70 years brainwashing the population to believe the lie, to take as many drugs as they tell them to take, to take as many injections of mercury as they've told to take, to drink as much fluoride as they can get into them, to give them as many statin drugs and tricyclic antidepressants and serotonin reuptake inhibitors, and to addict them to as many opiates as they possibly can so nobody has the will to say no. Guys, this isn't okay. But we're seeing it more and more and more. So men, I encourage you, stand up for what you know is right. Go to these meetings, these school board meetings. Call these people out. Ask them why they're doing this. 
in your three-minute speech you have. Women, please continue to do this and call these people out. And don't just issue your grievances. Ask them specific questions. Why are you doing this when all of us tell you we don't want this done? Why do you think you can force your will upon us when we're the ones who put you in via our votes? And why do you think you can usurp our votes and our will and our opinions of what we want because we put you in a position? Why are you doing this? And if we do that, guys, this will change. It will, but it has to be done at the grassroots level. Austin, what do you think? Oh, you're exactly right. And it's you were talking about that um, uh, Epcot incident. You know, I was the one that was directly involved in that with law enforcement because the girl that was screaming and yelling at dad, dad basically went and like you know got away from her really fast. I was at the very back of the line of the ride, so I was like last one out. And she's as she's yelling and screaming, she walks and tries to run over in front of me turns around in front of me, turns around right in front of me, and stops, dead stops while I'm walking, and starts screaming. And I just walk around her, and as I walk around her, you know, I basically shoulder check her, because she's in my way. She blatantly is stopping me from traveling freely on my way. You can't do that to somebody. You can't watch somebody run. Say somebody's jogging. You can't all of a sudden run out in front of somebody that's jogging and they run into you and they trip over you and everybody flails on the ground. And you say, it's battery. This is battery. He hit me. He hit me. I wanted to go to jail. You can't do that. There are there is no battery clause for that. You can't intentionally stop somebody from traveling and run into them while they're trying to travel freely on their way and then claim it's battery. So what they did was they got Orange County Sheriff's Department involved. And they tried to char- file a bogus police charge. They said that I intentionally walked up to her and shoved her to the ground, which is a complete and total lie. I was actually trying to get away from her because she was so obnoxious. And I intentionally did not want a physical conflict because I know I've been in enough of those. I know they always go sideways. And when you're in a physical conflict with a loudmouth female that's trying to prove her point, it's a zero win hot point. It's zero win. You do not want to be involved in that situation ever under any circumstances. Try to avoid it and de-escalate it or get out of the situation at all cost. And he's exactly right. A lot of these situations are occurring now because these some of these individuals have been so emboldened because nobody ever does anything about it. People just absolutely just they cower down and they oh I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry ma'am I'm I'm really sorry can can you forgive me. No, I just, I literally was walking. She stepped in front of me and I shoulder checked her and said, you need to move. I just kept walking. I never even stopped, never even slowed down. And I mean, obviously, and that, see, that made her irate. And that's why she got the sheriff's department involved. It was funny. Last night, my, uh, me and a couple buddies went to the movies to go see the one, there's one showing they brought of it, one showing back from the original Fast and Furious movie. The original one that came out in 2001, the one that started it all with the street racing, the Toyota Supra, as far as the orange one, the Mark IV, great movie. You know, I mean, it's got obviously some stuff in it. It's typical of those films. And it was funny when we got done with it, I was talking to my buddy and I said, did you notice in that film, the whole thing was about alpha men racing cars Multiple fights in the movie with males getting in fights, somebody talking something, somebody getting a fight over a girl, the females all being girlfriends. And I said, wasn't it funny to watch a film like that now where it was all about alpha males basically, you know, strutting their feathers, so to speak. 
and racing and getting in fights. And I'm not trying to condone that behavior. I'm not saying we need to go get in fights at street race. So do not quote me on that and say I'm trying to encourage that. But I said, isn't it funny now how all these films, including the newer Fast and the Furious films, always has to have these super, super dominant alpha females in them that are 110 pounds running around doing spin round kicks to guys that are six foot six, 250 pounds, and the guys flip up against the wall and fall on the floor. And I said, isn't it funny? He goes, yeah, I've noticed that a lot. I'm like all these films now, any of them. I said, yeah. So they always have this super, super dominant female in this running around beating up all these guys. I said, I used to fight all the time in the ring and outside of the ring. And I, there's a reason why there's weight classes in wrestling. There's a reason why there's weight classes in octagon fights. I said, if weight and size and skill, as far as it didn't matter, it didn't matter if it's a female that's 110 pounds and it's a male that's 250 pounds. I said, there'd be no weight classes. I said, you have full heavyweights, 220 plus pounds in the ring, and they would go toe-to-toe with featherweights. And I said, you know what would happen? He said, well, yeah, they'd get beat to death. So that's exactly what would happen. I said, there's a reason why there's weight classes in fighting. And I said, what they've done now is the media and the movies have intentionally emboldened a lot of these hardcore feminists to try to make them think that men absolutely have no place in society and that they need to be basically at the bottom of the totem pole and be on the floor and lick their boots. And quite frankly, it doesn't be like that at all. We're equal in many different ways, but there's certain ways that women can outdo men, like they can have babies. Men can't have babies. Newsflash, I know that's a new concept to a lot of the hardcore idiot transgender queer boys that are running around now who want to claim that men can have babies. No, they can't. Females have babies. They actually build life, which is one of the most incredible things in this entire world that God blessed them with. Men are there to protect those females while they're pregnant because they are basically more vulnerable while they're building a child. That is our role. So trying to play this role now of switching everything and saying, no, 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 men can be pregnant and the women need to basically dominate them is one of the stupidest ideas that violates all science and logic for the last 10,000 years of history, but yet they're trying to push it. And it's not because it's true, and it's not because it's valid. It's because it's a blatant lie there to corrupt the society from the very highest level. And that's why it's so important we continue to speak the truth. If it's a garden of weeds, call it a garden of weeds. If it's a garden of flowers, call it a garden of flowers. Call it what it is. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be disrespectful, but you do need to speak the truth because the truth is slowly being dissolved. The truth is the only thing that keeps the world running positively. Once you allow this negative lying energy to start seeding into all aspects of people's lives, there is nothing positive anymore because if there is no truth, there is no positivity. Because once you start lying, it brings in that negative energy that cannot be undone with more lies. It just continues to perpetuate on itself over and over and over and over again. And that is why the media does nothing but lie. 99% of everything that comes out of their mouth is either manipulated or a full-blown lie. That's why I said earlier with this whole thing with February, January 6th, they've been pushing on me. It's a, it's a, it's a conspiracy theory. FBI had nothing to do with any of it. They're all just conspiracy theorists. Really? The whole history of the FBI, all of since J. Edgar Hoover, has been nothing but infiltrated with lies. Lies, deception, and manipulation. It's what the FBI has been built on. 
Now, there are a lot of individuals in the FBI that are still probably hardcore patriots, absolutely. But they're making sure now with this Marxist agenda that they're going to purge all of them out of these systems. That's why they're coming in now. Remember what they said? They're doing a full-blown internal audit of the military and the National Guard now to see if any of them basically have hardcore, you know, uh, uh, basically terroristic or right-wing terrorist or domestic terrorist ideas. This is what they're pushing, and this is what they're trying to do with the military is make our military absolutely nothing. I mean the U.S. Air Force just had a drag queen show. The U.S. Air Force just had a drag queen show, and they said it's essential for morale. It's essential for morale for grown men to get on stage and turn into cross-dressers and the United States armed military. Are you joking me right now? Are you really, really joking me right now? No, that's what they were saying. That's what they're trying to promote right now. And again, that all ties back in to pedophilia, which they're actively trying to promote as aggressively as they can. That is why it's so important you protect your children on what they see right now, what they're exposed to. This isn't the 80s and the 90s anymore, my friends. The television is not what it used to be anymore. And I saw that last night in a movie that came out 20 years ago, how far our films have degraded from good, hardcore muscle car racing to full-blown just perversion and filth that they have on the movies today. In just 20 years, they've completely degraded that far, Dad. What do you think? Well, to be honest with you, Austin, I'm, I'm, just, I'm so frustrated with the United States military. It's, it's, it's turned into such a mess. You know, Kay Griggs, she did an interview back in 1998 and uh, it's amazing to me that it's actually still up on YouTube. I mean, it really is. It's got tens of thousands of views on it. It's probably been taken down multiple times. And basically, it's, she's the battered wife of a Marine Corps colonel, George Griggs. And she goes into detail about the military and what's happening with the military and how it basically is steeped in Satanism. I'm going to post this on the website again. I posted it on there a few years ago. I'm going to post it on there again. It's very important that you understand the stuff I'm telling you is accurate. I mean, I don't want it to be accurate. I'd rather have normalcy bias. I'd rather believe that we're going back to, you know, Mayberry RFD and that we're going to have Andy show up and Barney's going to show up and he's going to have one bullet in his gun only when Andy gives it to him. That's what I'm hoping we go back to. I'm hoping we go back to a civilization that actually treats each other with respect and is not so untrusting, distrusting, and mean towards one another. That's what I'm hoping we are. But remember, They've done everything they can to bring us to this level, to this level of, how should I say, hatred and bitterness and division so they can bring the country down. Because an America standing together cannot be conquered. It has to be divided in multiple, multiple facets, and that's exactly what they've done. Guys, I love you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting and getting your vitamins from us. Thank you for being here and praying for us. Thank you for listening. I mean, it really means, it means, it means the world to me. You guys are absolutely amazing. Austin, finish it up, and I will talk to you tomorrow. God bless. Absolutely, absolutely, my friends. Thank you again for the continued support of Health Masters. We're here to help you out the best we can. Be sure to check out the Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale now, 15% off, and you guys voted, and it won the Zinc Glycinate, one of the best zinc formulas on the market that's actually absorbable. 
one of the most effective ways to take this product is with the vitamin C with antioxidants because of the quercetin. Quercetin and zinc have a synergistic effect as the quercetin helps the body absorb the zinc even more effectively. So be sure to check that out. It'll be up on sale here shortly as product of the week, the zinc glycinate, because it is crucial we keep the immune system strong right now. Everybody, there's just, as everybody knows, there's, there's something strange going on. We've never seen people repeatedly getting sick like this. They're extremely healthy. We've never seen people being injected with an experimental RNA gene therapy shot. That's never happened either. This is all new territory for us. So anybody that claims that they know exactly what's happening and how it's going to happen, they're lying to you because we have no idea how this is going to happen. We've never injected over 150 million people with an RNA gene therapy shot. It's never been done before in the United States. So we're all in this ride together. It's a brand new roller coaster, and we're going to see what's going to happen to it. So I just encourage you, the best thing to do, stay strong, stay in the gym, stay exercising, keep your immune system, and keep your diet clean. That's one of the biggest things to keep your immune system strong. Keep your digestive system strong, keep your system cleaned out, keep your immune system up, and continue to wake up up as many people as you can and keep raising little Americans. I appreciate all of you as my friends for the support. We've got a lot of customers show up almost every week now. We're having customers show up that are on vacation down here, which I don't blame you. I'd come to Florida too compared to a lot of these other states. And so we encourage people, if you're down here and you're in Florida, stop by, say hi. I'm not always here all the time. Dad's not here very often, but we're always welcome for walk-ins. Come by, see the shop, get some vitamins. We'll be happy to help you out the best we can. So thank you again for your support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Stay sharp. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.